everyone. Welcome to the fourth season of The Professional Pharmacist. I'm your host, Lisa Purdy. I'm a professional development practitioner in the Midwest who loves to share my experiences to all of you, hoping to grow your leadership and your abilities to grow your team. Thank you all for joining me today. Uh, I took some time off from podcasting. It's been a really busy season here in healthcare, one that seems to be a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Uh, This season, I wanted to have some fun content for you and hopefully some things that you could use in your pharmacies as you grow your leaders um, and really just survive. It's crazy. Um, Last year, as the new year was coming, I remember thinking this would be the year of a mass exit. You know, a lot of people didn't do that last year with COVID, um, but then time was sinking in and new norms were happening. And um, now I'm literally hearing the phrase, the year of resignation being used. Uh, For the most part, I wasn't seeing large moves in pharmacy until now. Key people like managers, team leads, solid technicians, all reconsidering what they want in life and looking for new opportunities. Uh, Truly, it's the best time for people to be able to do this, so I can't blame them. The job market is really hungry for qualified, solid workers. The thing I really wasn't prepared for was this change in work ethic. Like, I've seen people be late in the past or just get by doing bare minimums, but now it's, like, really hard to find hard workers who are sold out for a cause. More money doesn't seem to mean much for them. In fact, places like Hobby Lobby and FedEx and Amazon really have us beat. So it really comes down to purpose, which if you're working your tail end off day in and day out for less money, I can really see why people are jumping ship. For the first time I've ever seen this happen is an increase in no-shows for positions and even worse, no-shows for interviews across all departments and service lines. This is a huge change in health for healthcare and one that we really need to take note of. Y'all got any ideas who can help people like bring the right people in? I mean, this is seriously a thing. One way that we've been combating the year of resignation is we truly have been investing in our team. So If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that I love role development. I love personal development. That's my job. Um, So my position's really been able to take the time to get to know my team and like their strengths and their goals and kind of partner those with the department. So we've had really good advances there. But I think as leaders, it's important for us to rise up above the trees and get a clear vision of our path. Uh, We need to make sure we're resetting and having time to really focus on a big picture because Being able to see that allows us to clearly see where those leaders need to be put in place in order to make those things happen. Once we have that clear vision, we can spend a lot of time talking about it and showing the steps that we need to get there. Now, you know your team, so you'll know like how much to share with them, or at least I would hope you do. But remember that you're going to have to make it feel like you're oversharing um, in order for it to really land. And anytime you do something, you always need to bring it back to that vision, any kind of change. I'm excited because one thing we've been doing is building in ownership to our key positions in our department. So areas that contain most of the work or are foundational and to the success of our pharmacy. Last year, we were able to identify some point trainers and take who were able to take over training. They cleaned up the checkoff sheets, revamped training opportunities, and created competencies. And we came up with some consistent training uh, models to flow from. Having those pieces set enabled us to handle the staffing concerns better. With COVID, this can bring on staffing shuffles. Someone calls in, everyone moves to cover. This can mean that your trainer may get pulled or switched out. We're not perfect, but because we laid out the groundwork, 
We were able to identify the gaps early on with specific employees as they moved through their training. This would not have been possible if we had just thrown them in to be trained by anyone and everyone and not had specific people to own those areas. Then, in the one-on-one meetings with myself or the manager, we can clearly see how they're progressing and ask for feedback from point trainers. The new hires let us know about their comfort levels, what's going well, and what they feel like they need help on. I've been very intentional about making sure they understand I value their input and I want them to feel safe um, to be able to ask for additional training. For my current staff, I have continued to do one-on-one meetings along with coaching touch-based meetings. So by seeing my staff more, I get firsthand understanding about their concerns while also hear about what's going well. By getting to know them really well and knowing our overall vision for the department, we've successfully promoted several technicians into team lead roles, higher skill roles like NARCVALT, MedRec, and Inventory. The coaching meetings have been really helpful to get information out. So when the department is busy, it can be hard to look at email or other forms of communication. So by connecting with the coaches, providing updates and details on a regular basis in person, they're able to help me tell the team because they are an extension of myself. I also include them on the plans and ask for feedback on rolling things out. I ask about training, what's going well, what isn't ask about what challenges people are facing in general. And this is the key part. I pause and give them time to really open up to me about anything. They bring concerns forward, they bring possible solutions, and they ask for help in areas. This is exactly the communication we need. It breaks down silos, it opens things up, so everyone feels like they have a voice. I'm very transparent in these meetings. Um, If there's something I don't love or a program I tried that didn't work, I want to know what they think. Oftentimes they have just the right tweak to get it going in the right direction. So as I round out this conversation, I really want to leave this idea with you. People are going to look for new opportunities. It is going to be the year of mass resignations. Knowing your people and knowing what they're looking for and what they can offer your team is going to be the key. If you know there's a way to grow their skill sets or help them feel valued, they are much more likely to stay and invest in the department in the long run. Time is precious. It's a, it's a commodity you can't just come by, but I assure you that this is a really good investment to be making. You want to spend the time with them and plug them in their correct places. Like the book Good to Great talks about get the people on the bus in the right seats and things will go in the right direction. So thank you for joining. If you like this type of content, please subscribe and share it with your friends and feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn, Lisa Purdy. Have a great day.